Hello and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me your host, Jackson Stone. And today is August 3rd, 2021, so that's the day I'm recording. If you're a listener, a regular listener to this pod, you know that episodes will drop about four weeks after I record them, just to make sure that I can have an episode ready to drop and release every single Tuesday. You can find all previous episodes on jacksontalkseverybody.com, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, wherever you find your podcast, Jackson Talks Everybody is there. This is episode number 65. And I'm making sure to mention that because it's important for the context of this specific episode. So this episode will drop specifically on September 7th, 2021. And September for me is an extremely challenging, but also at the same time, fulfilling month. So September brings a lot of a lot of things for me. Off the top, I'll tell you right away if you if you know my story or if you know why I talk about the things that I talk about or if you know why I've started the things that I've started. Thank you for being here since the beginning. If you're new um, and you just caught me on a wave from maybe Instagram or Twitter or LinkedIn or a previous podcast episode or this is your first episode. I'm going to give you a little bit of a background here on why I talk about the things I talk about, why they're important to me, and it's specific to to September, and it's specific to my sister, Rachel, and that's what I'm going to talk about here. So this won't be a very long episode, but the reason I'm, I'm recording it four weeks in advance is because I don't believe that I will have the bandwidth to talk about it specifically on the days around it. Um, But I'll be doing a lot of work in September um, for this type of conversation, which I'll get into um, right now. So um, on September 3rd, 2018, I lost my big sister, Rachel, to suicide. And um, she's the reason for everything. Certain situations and circumstances and events in our life cause us to really rethink um, and reorganize our priorities, what's important, our path, our relationships, everything on that day. September 3rd, 2018, which is when you're listening to this episode, which is about exactly three years, um, everything for me and and my family's life changed. Rachel was my older sister. She was born on May 1st, 1990. She was the best. She was the best. She was an amazing big sister, kind, loving, tenacious, open-hearted, genuine, amazing, brilliant, beautiful smile. She was an engineer among many other things that she was, um, an avid comic book collector, someone who loved cosplay. I have Captain Marvel, the superhero all over my home. 
um, because that was my sister's favorite hero. And she, um, she taught me a lot about life and, and continues to teach me daily about how to be more open to people, you know, how to accept people as they are for who they are and what they are. And everyone brings something special and unique to the table. She was that person. She was that open-hearted person. I have not always been this way. Um, I, I used to say a lot, you know, before she passed that I hate everything. Um, and if you know anything about me now, that's obviously not true. And through me hanging out with her and us living together and getting chewy and then her passing away, you start to rethink really what's important and what's important is love and what's important is empathy and what's important is seeing people for the special, complex, beautiful creatures um, that we are. And so that was, that was my sister in a nutshell. She was also a hell of an athlete, a uh, great soccer player, super fast. Um, in high school, she wanted to just like randomly, she was into track and soccer, um, but randomly she just like wanted to play softball. I was really super into baseball and she just like randomly wanted to play softball. And so we like trained together for maybe a couple months, maybe. And then she just made the JV team at Plano West, which I thought was absolutely incredible. Like never played before, super into soccer and track, and then just like wanted to play softball and made the team. Um, I wasn't in high school yet because she's two years older than me. But wow, amazing. Just like was so driven and tenacious, like wasn't gonna let anything get in her way. Um, but she, she suffered from severe bipolar disorder um, and severe depression for, for a very long time, for 10, 10 plus years. Um, and she fought, she fought as much as she could. Um, my parents did an amazing job with treatment and care and medication and therapists and all these things that you should do. And, and then just like, you know, illnesses, sometimes the illness, you know, wins. Um, but, I, but I believe that in my heart, she lived a beautiful life full of love and she loved me deeply. She loved my parents and her friends deeply. And she was just someone who expressed that love and that affection on a regular basis. Something that I'm also continually learning from her as a way to you know, express my emotions and feelings and be open about that and show vulnerability. You know, She was willing to be vulnerable with her friends and she did get hurt a lot, but she also came back from that and grew deeper relationships with those people that were open with her and she was open with them and, and there was bonds in her life that you know will last forever and I think a few of those friends um, listen to these a few of those friends and family members listen to this these episodes and so I thank you all for for being a big part of my sister's life and, and a part of my life and so that's what September brings off the bat you know um, really challenging really tough um, those first few days labor day um, very challenging um, and hard to get through um, but with the support of my family and friends you know I'm pretty much unstoppable <laughs> so thank you to y'all and this community for letting me share those things but then also in September right it's a lot, there's a lot of layers to it then also in September um, September 5th is the start 
of Suicide Prevention Week. So suicide the entire month is Suicide Prevention Month, but specifically the week September 5th through 11th is Suicide Prevention Week. Um, and so again, this episode is, you're gonna listen to it, it initially drops on September 7th, so you're gonna be listening to it around the time of Suicide Prevention Week, um, you know, which is a few days after um, you know, the anniversary of my sister's passing. So now working with my nonprofit, You Are Loved on Suicide Prevention Week and putting out stuff for that. And the whole month of September, I'm doing a lot of talks and um, content and there's merchandise to be released all in hopes of, of bringing more awareness to how we can play a role in suicide prevention in our day-to-day lives. And then specifically during that week of September 5th through 11th, I'm also going that week to, to California to visit a very close friend of mine, Sam Pack. Um, and that those are like, that's what really, I feel like heals me um, or helps me in these types of situations, either being with my with my mom and dad or being with, with people that really love me and understand my situation. And, and we're gonna go to a baseball game, we're gonna explore, he just moved to San Diego and we're gonna explore that and it's gonna be a really beautiful week. Um, I mean, all leading up to that trip, I'll be, I'll be talking about this and my sister and Suicide Prevention Week. And then on top of that, September 6th is the anniversary of my very first professional wrestling match. Um, September 6th, uh, I want to say 2015, right? So six year anniversary. Um, and you know, my sister, my parents were out of town that weekend and my sister was the only one to come watch me wrestle in my very, 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 very first professional wrestling match at the old MPX building in Bedford. She was there with the camera, she recorded it. She threw it on YouTube, it's still up. Um, you know, I think a few months after that, she, she built my first website for me, which was the Jackson Stone Wrestler website, which I rebranded into jacksonstone.net. Um, so she just, she just believed in me, man. She just believed in me and my dreams. No dream was ever too big or too weird or too lofty. Um, we both had this like, just bond that was just like undeniable that we would always pick our pick each other up when the pieces were down. We always believed in each other when the pieces were down. She was my very first best friend and she was at my very, very, very first professional wrestling match. And uh, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that, ever. Um, some beautiful, amazing um, memories with her um, that I replay over and over in my head. Yeah, and uh, so that, that, that's a bit of why, you know, at least the first week and kind of all of September is just like, you know, really challenging. There's a lot of different emotions there. Like there's some sadness, there's some purpose there, there's some excitement, there's some nostalgia. And I think we get caught up in, in only thinking that we have to feel one emotion at a time, multiple emotions can coexist and mutually exist at the same time. I can feel, you know, sadness over over the loss of my sister, but also at the same time feel very purposeful and driven about, you know, the implementation of these tools that we're using to try and, and reduce suicide and try to prevent suicide and try to increase awareness and reduce stigma and also celebrating myself as a professional wrestler 
along with all the other things that I've, I've decided to partake in now and, and being more than just one thing um, and really diving deep into those and being able to take these vacations during this time to, to reset and regroup and reload and, and feel the love of the friends that I have and the family members and, and all of these things, like they, they all can coexist because the complexity of, of life is, is that's, where, that's where it lies. And, you know, I, I've been reading a lot about that in this book called uh, On Becoming a Person. And, you know, it's a, it's a therapist's view to psychotherapy. But even if you're not interested in that kind of process or what we can learn from a therapist and their meetings with people at where they are and different journeys they've had and, and what kind of success they had and, in terms of the conversations they've had and the language they've used and what. But this, this really explains like being a human being and being a person is so complex and there's many twists and turns and uniqueness to it that if you just are able to fully immerse into the full experience of being a human, then it's just a really magical kind of feeling and there's so much to it and it allows for so much growth and for change and for different directions. So I really highly recommend this book. It's one of my favorites. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll just read it constantly for, for new nuggets of wisdom and things that I can implement in my life and things that I can talk to my, my clients about or people that I work with about. And so that's a little bit about uh, that. Um, I just want to briefly touch on, I'm going to do a, a You Are Love video and another podcast that'll probably release in October specifically about suicide prevention week because I like to do stuff like after the fact because we have all these months that are dedicated to certain awareness, whether it's um, BIPOC mental health month or you know uh, pride month or all these months that are dedicated to these really important causes. And then once the month is over, um, we tend to kind of forget about it. Um, and so I like to, to drop these episodes and these podcasts and these videos a little bit after the month is over to reignite that passion for people and re um, reintroduce that topic um, so we can continue that conversation past a month. We can continue it 12 months out of the year. The conversation about the LBGTQ plus community, about suicide prevention, about mental health, about um, minority mental health or BIPOC mental health, about all of these conversations about education, all these things that have their specific months. They need to be talked about 12 months out of the year. And so I'll do another episode that'll probably drop in October. There'll be a You Are Love video that drops on the You Are Loved YouTube channel or on youarelovelife.com. And so, but this is just briefly touching on, you know, suicide, National Suicide Prevention Week. Um, and the aim is simple, right? The aim is simple for for suicide prevention, right? It's to raise awareness. Um, one of the most helpful and effective ways to observe Suicide Prevention Week is to raise awareness for it. We need to reduce the stigma around it and raise awareness that more people uh, can reach out for help or can get the help that they need and deserve, right? <clears throat> one of the biggest things about mental health and suicide prevention and Suicide Prevention Week is to educate yourself, right? The more you learn about it, the better language you can use to express yourself or to help someone who has expressed feelings towards you. Um, the more we can educate ourselves on what the different mental health conditions are, whether it's bipolar disorder, depression, anxiety, uh, schizophrenia, all of these things have different severity and different levels to them, but the more we can educate ourselves on them, the more we can kind of have empathy and understanding for the people who do suffer from these conditions 
And then the more we can facilitate uh, proactive prevention in communities um, uh, around these mental health. So we can so we can break the silence. We can facilitate more help, more accessibility, more availability to people to educate themselves on, on this kinds of topic. And then a big one, right? You want to look out for others, right? And uh, most people who are suffering from, from mental health conditions or... Um, do not reach out for help in fear of being judged or misunderstood or being a burden. Um, so we need to look out for others. We need to check for the warning signs and we need to help people feel heard and understood. And a very, very important part of it is we need to meet people where they're at. We need to meet people where they're at. We need to have culturally competent care to meet people where they're at under their specific circumstances and environmental factors that have affected them and their mental health. And then we need to meet them where they're at with those right so the idea of you know every and that every single person can play a role in preventing suicide and it starts with how we take care of ourselves and how we take care of others how we treat ourselves and how we treat others um, it starts about you know making mental health a top priority it's about having conversations that are open and responsible about how we feel um, it's about educating ourselves on the whole spectrum of mental health and what that means to us in our lives it means raising awareness, it means talking about it, it means donating, it means volunteering, it means being of service to others, it means uh, looking out for other people, it means being empathetic to other people's situations and trying to find understanding in things that you may not fully grasp, but that's what it means. That's the scope of, of suicide prevention and that's what Suicide Prevention Week is about. There'll be as you listen to this, there's millions and thousands of resources, not millions and thousands, that's an exaggeration, but there's a bunch of resources all over social media right now with, with things you can read, things you can do, things you can be a part of, groups, um, conversations, webinars, all of these things. So I urge you to go and check all of those things out. If you don't know where to start, reach out to me or go to youarelovelife.com. Um, and it'll, it'll put you in the right spot. Um, but social media is a great place for that, for that information, for that education, for raising awareness. Um, and then everything that you look at, everything that you find, everything that you see, go try and, and dig deeper into what it means to you in your personal life and then be about it you know, every day with the relationships that you have with your roommates, with your friends, with your colleagues, with your peers, with your family members. That's where the real... Um, work is that's where the real help begins that's where the real domino or ripple effect of preventing suicide and um, really helping people with mental health conditions happens the education and the information can be got on social media but the real work is past social media in your day-to-day -day lives where no one sees you're having the tough difficult hard conversations that legit save people's lives and that's where the real nugget of of wisdom is and that's where the golden nugget is so i i urge you to go do that um i'll talk more about this throughout the month so follow me on twitter and instagram and youtube and you'll see videos and twitter chats and things that i'm sharing and things that i'm doing throughout the month but i just wanted to bring that up right now um and so yeah cool joel you can go man so <laughs> Okay, and then, um, so past that, I, uh, I've got a few um, questions that have been asked of me that I will answer um, right now. 
And so the first question was, do you think the new stars show heels will represent independent wrestling truthfully? Um, I think it will. Um, I've only seen a trailer for it. And um, the trailer looked fantastic. It's super cool that a national television program like Stars is highlighting such a unique, interesting, um, and beautiful world of independent professional wrestling. And I know a few guys who, who got to be on that show as extras or whatever the case may be, so that's even cooler. But I think what's what's gonna make this show really good and I think what's gonna represent independent professional wrestling best is that Stephen Amell loves wrestling, loves it. Um, if you don't know him, he played Arrow, or he played, uh, yeah, um, the Green Arrow on the TV show Arrow. Um, I'm, I'm losing his uh, his name as like, uh, whatever. Anyways, not important. But Stephen Amell loves wrestling, right? He's he's worked for WWE. He's worked for, for the, young, the Young Bucks, like trained with CM Punk, like all these things mesh so well together. And I think the show is going to be really good. I think it's going to highlight a lot of things in indie wrestling, good and bad, um, that deserve to be light to be shed on. And I think hopefully then it, uh, it invites more people to go check out independent professional wrestling and they see like this beautiful world that's close and intimate um, and we're just working through some stuff to try and be the best that we can be. Um, but there's so much so much greatness in independent professional wrestling um, and that's the, the stars of right now. I mean, that's what everyone's talking about is independent professional wrestling. And I think the show Heels um, will will depict that. Obviously there'll be some drama, it's a TV show, so they'll uh, you know, do some exaggerate some stuff and dramatize some stuff to make it uh, you know watchable and viewable to to the casual person who doesn't know anything about wrestling. But I think for us that love it and in it and are about it and are fans of it and watch it regularly, I think it's going to be a really solid depiction of independent professional wrestling. And so if you're someone who watches and views Jackson talks everybody and is not a wrestling fan at all, you come to this podcast for for various reasons, for, for mental health, for, for the guests, for coaching, for love, for empathy. Thank you for showing up. I'm also an independent professional wrestler. As I mentioned, um, my anniversary, my six year anniversary is September 6th. Um, and so there's a new show coming out called Heels on Stars and Stephen Amell is the star of that show and, and it, it'll depict the life of an independent professional wrestler and I urge you to go check that out. So yeah, thank you for that question, beautiful question. Next question. Here we go. Uh, if I can find it. Um, so, uh, someone asked me, that I guess they heard on a previous podcast that I played Division One baseball and they're just asking what school I went to. So I went to high school in Plano, Texas at Plano West Senior High School. And then I played Division I baseball at South Dakota State University, the best SDSU out there, South Dakota State University. Um, I spent four years there. Um, I played first base. I was a four-year starter. Um, won some awards, won some all-conference, some all-American stuff. Um, had a, the most incredible time at South Dakota State University met my best friends in the whole entire world, people that I'm still friends with to this day, that I consider um, 
not even friends anymore that I consider family, that I legit consider family. Um, and so I played there, South Dakota State. Um, graduated from there in 2014 with a degree in health education and nutrition, which is kind of um, rolled into all the stuff I do now and it's kind of played a really big part in that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I went to school. That's where I played ball. Um, and uh, I currently live in Dallas, Texas. Well, I live in Plano, Texas, but you know Dallas. So I'll just say that. I'm a little bit, I'm like 30 minutes outside the city. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit of that story about baseball. Um, and with that, you know, I become a, a youth baseball coach. Um, I am a mental performance coach, which means I work with athletes and teams um, or really anyone on how to train their mental, how, how, to, how to work on their mental fitness whether that's training resilience, training optimism, training calm, uh, learning how to trust the process, um, how to build confidence, because confidence is fragile, how to continue to work through that, um, how to get the edge of our capacity and see where we, we truly live, um, how to build that mental well-being. Um, I believe that optimism is at the, the center of, of the mental wellness deal. Um, and so how do you put the sets and reps in to teach the mental as well as the physical and then connecting those two together to, to create a flourishing, well-rounded um, human being. Um, and so that's, that's where I've transferred into, into kind of the sports world um, along with the mental performance coaching, right? I have a, a baseball podcast and a sports brand called Champions Adjust. Uh, you can go to champsadjust.com for the podcast and some merchandise. Um, so all that stuff is kind of all, it's all intertwined. Um, each of the projects that I have is all in the big bubble of, of love and empathy and, and mental health and change and growth. Um, but they're all in kind of like a different sector, but they all cre cre um, feed um, my creativity and, and my passion and my, and my big massive purpose. Um, and they all... Uh, filter through my, my personal philosophy of, of lead with love and empathy. And so that's, that's a little bit about that. And you can go to jacksonstone.net for more information about that, or you can sign up for a free consultation. You can sign up for my newsletter and you can look at kind of the merchandise I have on jacksonstone.net. So cheers to that. Thank you for that question. And then the last question I have, and the last thing I'll talk about today is when it comes to your mental health, what are a few things you do daily to help you relax? Beautiful question. I'm gonna take a sip first. So the most important thing for me every day in terms of my mental health is how I wake up. Um, I'm in a class right now that's really diving into the flow state. And it talks a lot about cognitive load and decreasing cognitive load and leveraging our time so we can do things more automatically so we have more space um, to do everything that we wanna do and less overwhelm and things of that nature. And, I, and through that, through that class, which I'm still in the midst of, um, it's under the Flow Research Collective. It's called Zero to Dangerous. It's an amazing class. <clears throat> Recommend that if you're interested in the flow state. Um, and being uh, at your best more often, peak performance. Um, but I've taken a lot of those classes and certifications. It's kind of how I've gotten to this point. But anyways, um, what I've learned from that is that the most important thing for me is how I wake up every day. And so over the last, 
I mean, you've heard me talk about on this podcast, a morning routine, but over the last about six months to a year, I've slowly just tweaked that every single day to kind of get where I'm at now, which is, um, which is what I really like, which is like sets me up for the best way I can feel every day is my morning routine. And so I'll give you that morning routine right now. It's wake up. I try to wake up at the same time every single day because um, that's really good for my sleep pattern. So I try to go to sleep and wake up at the same time every day. Not that I do it every day, but that's under the sleep knowledge that I have, which I did a podcast on sleep, which you can go look at and listen to. Um, it's, it's best to try and do that. So when I wake up, I try and wake up without an alarm because I put my body to wake up at the same time every single day. So I don't need an alarm. Some days I do. I have one. I bought a clock um, that like like uh, has nice noises and light vibration that comes in the room, which makes it easier for me to wake up instead of the phone going, right? <laughs> so, but I do the Michael Gervais morning mindset routine in my bed. If you listen to this pod, you know that I love Michael Gervais. I also took his mindfulness, finding your best certification course, which is amazing. Um, but he talks about a morning mindset routine. That's the first thing I do, which is four steps. The first step is at least three or four deep breaths, set an intention for the day. Intention is not a to-do list. Intention is how you wanna to feel today. I wanna to feel present, I wanna feel grounded, right? So you set an intention, one, just one thing that you're truly grateful for that you feel in your body. And then the fourth one is you finally get the covers off your bed, you put your feet on the ground or whatever you can on the ground and you just be where your body is for five to 10 seconds and take another deep breath. So I do that, Michael Gervais morning mindset routine. And then I do five minutes of movement, whatever that may be. Normally it's just five minutes of yoga, some stretching, some cat cow, some deep breathing, really uh, honing in on my body and my breath and getting my muscles loose. So I do that. Right after that, I go for a 10 to 20 minute walk so I can be outside for 10 to 20 minutes, get my eyes on some sunlight, get my body out in some fresh air, and I breathe while I walk, I breathe while I move, and I just go for a nice 10 minute walk. I have not looked at my phone yet, I have not used my phone to wake up, right? So my phone is still in the house. I get back from my walk, I do anywhere between a five to 25 minute meditation Sometimes it's guided, sometimes it's not. It just depends on how I'm feeling. After that, I journal. After that, I journal. Write down what I'm feeling, um, some affirmations, things that I'm grateful for. Just There's no specific thing that I journal, but it's just a way to get that out. And then I'll either read for the next 20-ish minutes or I'll watch a something TED Talk, a podcast, something that's gonna in, um, get my mind and my knowledge going about something that I'm studying. So that's the first hour, uh, about 45 minutes to an hour of my day. Um, and when I don't do that, I feel significantly not as good, um, but I'm not super, uh, like if I can't do it, it doesn't ruin my day. I just know that I need to fit in some bits and pieces of that throughout the day to set myself up. So that's one of the, that's like the biggest thing that I do for my mental health. 
Um, and then throughout the day, I'm, I'm really, 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 really focused on regulating my breathing. Everything comes from our breath. We forget that the breath, since we just do it so naturally, that it regulates all of our emotions. And if we learn how to breathe properly, we can calm ourselves down. We can relax ourselves when we're feeling stressful, but we have to really commit to the breath to be able to do that. So that's another thing that I do daily to help me relax is breathing um, and movement. Movement, 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 movement. Some sort of movement for your body. You can call it exercise, you can call it movement, whatever it is. But I exercise throughout the day, whether it, I mean, I do usually do a morning sesh and then I do some cardio at night and there's multiple walks that I do throughout the day to get me outside and that's all about movement. Movement, movement, movement. And then um, I also read and listen to podcasts and listen to music as another way to help me relax. Um, sometimes that's educational material, sometimes that's just posty and me um, just trying to get into a groove. So those are a few things that I do for my mental health. Another thing that I do for my mental health, not daily, but weekly um, or monthly is I'm a member of support groups. And then I have deep connections with, with the people in my life. So um, it's about a sense of service. It's about a sense of community. It's about a sense of support. And it's about having that mental health toolkit that you've tweaked um, throughout time. Like I've been working on this for a while now what's good, what's not good, to know what you need in the moment when you feel struggling or when you're not even struggling, just to set yourself up for the best day ever via these things that you can do daily, every day um, that costs no money. And then of course, right, getting in to see a professional, a licensed therapist, um, getting into a support group or finding a community, um, wherever that may be. So those are some of the things that I do daily to help me with my mental health. Um, but it all starts with an awareness um, and then it goes into understanding who you are and what you need a bit deeper. And then it goes into implementing those, really committing to those practices on a daily basis. And it can all start with with the breath. So that's, that's it, that's what I do there. Um, yeah, that's about all I got for, for episode number 65. Um, thank you really for listening to this um, this is an important episode for me um, from the things that I talked about and so this is why I truly truly do the work that I do this is why I feel so passionate and empowered and purposeful by the things that I say and the work that I do and the things that I produce and the content that I create and the businesses that I've started it's all about this so please check out You Are Loved life.com there's more videos on there about me my journey and my sister um there's merchandise there's a donate tab um and uh there's all sorts of stuff we're building towards our first fundraising event which will happen in march and then um you know follow all everything else on twitter and instagram where you can get to my link tree which will really give you everything that i'm about which all leads back to to this stuff um, and so that's why um, I'm so passionate about it. It means the world to me that I have this, um, this podcast and this ability to speak to people directly. And so again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to me, throw a question my way. I'll do a hotline here soon or maybe you can call in and all that stuff is, is really great. Thank you for listening. 
Um, so go out, go out there and, and uh, yeah, just go summon some joy. Summon some joy. Do the things that make you the most happy and be kind to yourself and be kind to others and the world will just be that much better. So thank you so much for watching. I love you all deeply and have a fantastic day and uh, go educate yourselves on mental health and suicide prevention and we can all work together to, to save lives. Cheers, much love.